Wayne and Tannis can now start betting because off to Vancouver, Rosie's heading. City, it's fall for deception at Ron and Dax's reception because the Hicks don't fight at weddings. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand, the podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is only 50% Sidiot. I'm Al, your host, and joining Whoa, me in the room. That was a pure shot. <laughs> as always, <laughs> is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the venerable Victor. Venerable. That's a dictionary word, right? Venereal? There. No, venereal. not venereal. Venerable. Venereal. Oh, man. We've been, been there before. Oh, venereal. How are you now? All right. Tonight's Whoa. lineup is Tanya, Al, Victor, Matt. Tanya, how's your week? Uh, Busy. Um... Busy, busy, busy. I had a lot of computer issues this week, so that never makes for a good week. Finally got a new computer. Um, so hopefully the... A, a new used computer. A new your, used your, computer. Your company is so cheap. <laughs> they gave her a... They, they replaced her 20-year-old laptop 10, with 10. a 10-year-old on, laptop. Let's not, let's not exaggerate. It was 10, and and they replaced it with a 6. <laughs> so Fuck. so it's getting better. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, uh, so hopefully, uh, my problems with, um, glitches are, is behind me. And one of your USB ports already doesn't work. I, I mean, know, you're, you're not starting off. It's not an auspicious like, start. With it's it's a security work. feature. Oh man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it wasn't turned off. It doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> Tanya, stop plugging in your peripher- peripherals. Oh my God. Oh yeah. my. <laughs> your flashlight. Do they come in USB powered? No. Um, where did that come from? What? <laughs> Flashlight. What does the power do? I don't know. I don't know. It lights it up. Uh, my week's been really, 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 really uh, uh, long. Work's been just stupid. That The uh, Danny Ellis interview seems like so long ago, and it was only this Monday. I yeah. swear to God, what a, what a week. So I've, I've asked my, my co-hosts here if they can pick me up tonight, because I feel like I'm going to run out of gas halfway through. Let's hope not, but, uh, you know, I uh, want to make sure that um, <laughs> you guys have my back. Uh, I, got, I got a case of beer, so I'm good. Yeah. Victor, how was your week? You know, you'd think I'd be ready for this question by now after all this time. <laughs> like, I, I had a week to prepare. And, and, uh, so I was watching uh, the hockey game just before the podcast. And um, it, it wasn't the Leafs game because that one's about to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was the New Jersey Devils. And they got completely destroyed by the Rangers. What are you going to do? Anyway, <laughs> I kind of lost interest halfway through the second period. So I said, I'm just going to lie down on the couch and, you know, get comfortable. I fell asleep. And then I realized I had a half-eaten pie that I had that I started to eat while I was watching the game. And then I had this podcast. So then I had to, like, you know, quickly finish the pie before the podcast. So that's really what's on my mind right now. The pie? So I feel, yeah. <laughs> what kind of pie was it? It was a homemade apple pie. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. So, right. Did you have so, some ice cream yeah, with it? It's been a long time. Um, I was going to have ice cream with it, but I was concerned that I the ice cream would melt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I would have been right because I fell asleep. So, um, uh, anyway, yeah, the ice cream uh, would have saved you from uh, falling asleep, uh, but I'm going to have some ice cream after the podcast. Cause the leaves are still going to be oh. halfway second period. So it's going to be a, a fun little, you're going to join, you're going to join the post game show on discord with, uh, for a bit. 
We had like oh, you six know what? people yeah, on last uh, last week. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Because usually I go right to bed, but now yeah. since the leap game is going to be on, maybe I'll join. Yeah. And by the way, so we've we've come we've now got this new structure where we do a pregame for our patrons. We do the regular podcast for the people for for everyone else, and then the post game happens on Discord for for the DGens who stay up too late. Oh, cool. Yeah, so. Nice. Uh, uh, we're going to try that out for a while. So last week was pretty good. We had six people on. It was it was a lot of fun. And we got I don't know to see how you get through the next day. Uh, you know, uh, very carefully. Matt, how's your week? I'm just I'm just been watching a bucket all week. It's been it's been fun. A bucket. A bucket. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, your um, beer. That's right. Your first yeah, batch. Yeah. Oh, hold on. It's just oh. Like, oh. <laughs> I thought like Bucket had the guitar player. No, I'm just literally staring at a like, bucket. Like life bucket, like what <laughs> you want to do, your bucket list. Oh, I'm you like, got oh. deep. You went deep with I that. Did. I like yeah. it. I, I like it. Matt, Matt's not that deep. So hold on. No. <laughs> your, your expectations are way too high for me. Does staring at the bucket make it brew faster, though? <laughs> no, no. It just makes me buy more other beer. As a, Does, I, so, is it a glass? bucket that you can at least see no. what's going on so, inside? So it, no. So that's actually funny. <laughs> so what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> so really you're just looking at a jug that you can't it's, see through. So it's funny you said everything that was just said because you, all of those are why I'm staring at this thing. Why? One, is it beer yet? Two, mm-hmm. what is going on inside? I can't see. So it's driving me crazy. Hey, Victor, the only it's, thing I it's have, Schrodinger's beer. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing I have is this little airlock on top that bubbles and lets, I think, the CO2 out or something. Uh-huh. And I watch that. I'm like, oh, it's bubbling faster today. That's a good thing. And then it slowed down. I'm like, does that mean it's almost done? So I, I'm figuring this shit out. And I've also been looking online trying to find more supplies because this is a habit or a hobby that's going to quickly become an obsessive habit. Oh, man. Um, so I need more of them. And you're right. I need clear ones because I am dying to see what's going on inside. But that maybe piece. clear, it doesn't ferment as well with a clear. Uh, because, I mean, there's a reason why beer bottles aren't like, or most beer yes. isn't yeah, clear true. glass, right? Because it, it could yeah. ruin the beer. Well, yeah, uh, you get the glass carboys and the and the demijohns that come with like this casing around uh, You've lost it me. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> yeah, they're just all other forms of bucket, only glass. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's been my week, staring at a bucket. And then since I couldn't have that, I keep buying more beer. I've been mm-hmm. finding other local breweries. I had a 2-4 arrive on Monday. And then I, I, a deal popped up online, so I bought another one that arrived today. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. But you just finished saying that, uh, uh, you know, Jen doesn't let you spend money on things. Well, but beer. She bought me the beer kit. <laughs> her, her answer was, "Oh, so she pre-signed for any other purchases that have that are related to that kit." Then is basically what you yes, saying. yes. Yeah, it's research. Right. It's research and development is what it oh, is. Man. Research yeah. and development. <laughs> all right. Well, I just want to give a quick plug to to our uh, interview on Monday of with Danny Ellis. It was a good time. She, we, she gave us a lot of great insight, a lot of great stuff, good stories. Uh, it's uh, it's been on uh, our Patreon page now for. Uh, since monday and uh, it'll be coming out on our regular feed next monday so looking forward to everyone hearing that and hopefully we can hear well you know if you heard like what you heard let us know and uh and drop us a comment and speaking of patreon we do want to welcome a new patron uh adrian beck oliver thank you very much for your support i'll be reaching out uh to see if and when you'd like to uh, join us as a panelist on our on our podcast and uh speaking of support we have 15 new Twitter followers this week. So welcome to Connect the Dots, Sean Nealon from Denver, Colorado, Amy Lee, Mo, Fenris 
Alfer, I don't know, Fenris Alfer Gaming from Sydney, New South Wales. Uh, Kevin Facemeyer, the Shorzy, we're going to talk about him a little later. Uh, <laughs> Hutch from Green Hill, Alabama. Harrison Bolgren, uh, Sam Kamantha from Spokane, Washington. Some of these names seem made up. Uh, Princess Kate from Georgia, USA. Uh, Pool Hall Junkie from Indiana. Paul J. Levesque or Levesque. Uh, Rock of the Arts from Madison, Wisconsin. And Mushy Face from Vancouver. Thank you all for uh, following and hopefully listening. I miss pool halls. <laughs> Actually, I do too. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. <laughs> Last week, we had our season four recap episode with our buddy Dean Giles from the How Are You Now podcast. We all agreed that the season uh, was a fresh uh, According to our highly scientific Twitter poll, we were right. 97.5% of you agreed and 2.5% of you gave it a clearance. No one gave it a, a compost and why should they? Uh, it was a brilliant season. Uh, this week, we kick off our fifth season with a recap and review of the first episode of season five. We don't fight at weddings. Uh, Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. I've done my homework. Uh, Victor, have you done your homework? I have, but it's a week old, so hopefully my <laughs> no, right. memory won't fail. That's right. That's but he right. still has the unicorn background, so, yeah. you know, so there's I'm that. I'm so hopeful. There's that. <laughs> you haven't seen it since last week, so it, it may not be fresh on your mind anymore. <laughs> now he's ready to review episode two. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Matt, have you done your homework? Hard Yes. All right. That was that was your chance to say, wasn't it episode four? Oh yeah. Remember the the glitch there? <laughs> yes, the glitch. That's that's what we're gonna call it. My Ron Ron Burgundy moment. I'll read anything that's put in front of me, <laughs> even if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We start with the cold open. The cold open picks up where we left off at the end of season four at the great day for Thunder Bay party. The fireworks are going off and the hicks are admiring them. They tip their hats off to Tannis, who has outdone herself wayne wonders where she is and looks over to the barn where she's standing at the door having a smoke she invites him to join her wayne takes one final drag and then well tannis the tough gal homewrecker rocket sniper alpha female temptress a bit rough around the edges tried to lure you into the barn for a round of the bases homewrecking slam crash roll in the hay lay in the biblical sense toe curl and the truth is you kind of wanted to pet heavily wreck your home rack up a kill score a takedown have the best sex of your life fondle <laughs> become one but you didn't because that's not what a good old boy real man straight shooter team player seriously god-fearing gentleman stand-up guy does on the contrary a good old boy real man straight shooter team player pussy god-fearing gentleman <laughs> stands up guy doesn't cheat so while you walk towards the barn for what one would assume was a poke terrible fucking idea easy kill quick mash whatever you're into baby lustful encounter not a character's undertaken you didn't Instead, Wayne got into the truck and drove off to Rosie's because she's a real pretty gal. So fucking cute. A 10, a dime, a book reader. That was from Tannis. A goddess and a fine woman. Uh, Wayne says you can't be with one woman and have feelings for another. He's of the opinion that cheaters are in the wrong. Uh, Katie says like 95% in the wrong. Bad or seduced fair and square, according to Tannis. Antagonized or likely a good person who just made some mistakes and you shouldn't very well go down the, that road. So here's, here's the, the thing. thing. Okay, okay, you go. go. No, no, you go. go. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll go. go. I'm going to move to the city. You're going to move to the city. I'm going to move to the city. What city? Vancouver. Well, you won't get many random snowy summer nights like this in Vancouver. Nope. 
So what's in Vancouver? Pitbull rescue. I'm tired of reading about it every day. I want to help. You're a great fucking gal, Rosie. You're a great fucking dude, Wayne. When will I see you? When you see me. Good enough. And that's what a get-out-of-jail-free card looks like. Boy, howdy. Well, I should say. Sick, buddy. Sick, bro. Can we bang now? Wondrous. <laughs> I like Monopoly. <laughs> so as for Tannis, Wayne says they're going to give it the old college try. Good enough. And you cut to the theme. All right. That's the cold open for the first uh, episode of season five. Tanya, what did you think? I knew it. I knew that Wayne wouldn't cheat. I knew it. I called it. I mm-hmm. called it in the last because uh, that question came up. Yep. Well, it was. Do you think he went? It was a whole pr- premise of the cliffhanger. So, yes. Do you think he went? And mm-hmm. and no, I didn't. And I was right. And I feel good about that. And I feel good about Wayne. Okay. And I love the one liners. I thought it was a great cold open. And um, I love Tannis and that she thinks that she is the alpha female. And mm-hmm. I think she is the alpha. And I mm-hmm. think that's awesome. Love it. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, I agree. It was a lot of fun. And I, I perfect. All the lines given by each character were perfect for that character. Uh, Katie being the one who hates Tan or hates on Tannis because she's a, a potential homewrecker. Tannis saying, no, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I, I seduced him fair and square. I, you know, I think it's okay. And, and squirrely Dan being the one who's kind of always down the middle, like, well, you know, I'm sure who, anyone who cheats has just made a mistake and, and, uh, you know, uh, regrets it or whatever. Um, one production note I have here, uh, Wayne's line when he says, you don't get many random snowy nights in, in Vancouver is, is, is hilarious because often when they record these episodes, it's not in the season that they're claiming to be in. And obviously that <laughs> scene there was supposed to be in the summer, but there was snow in the yeah, shot. Yeah. And so when he says that, that's total, totally reaction to uh, whatever the weather, weather was doing that night when they were shooting. So they're probably shooting in, in an early spring or whatever for, for that. And uh, that was really funny. Um, so, yeah, I loved it. It was a great, solid, solid cold open. Uh, you know, no alphabet Olympics, but um, I think it was still really well done. Victor? Yeah, same. Uh, not much to add except that uh, not sure why Stuart was playing Glenn's role in this in this <laughs> one because he kept uh, making uh, references to God-fearing men and, and all that stuff. So I, I didn't really get that, uh, but, uh, but everything else was quite fitting and it was very well done. Well, maybe that was originally meant for Glenn, but uh, he wasn't available or something. That's that's uh, an interesting, yeah, an interesting uh, catch. I didn't even think of that. Uh, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty much aligned with all of you. I thought it was great. I liked the dialogue. I thought I thought it was very characteristic of each person. Um, mm-hmm. In the and, and revealing in in as well. I mean, the one thing that throws me off knowing where the episode then goes um, is... Tanya, I'm 100% with you. I did not, I, I knew Wayne wouldn't do it. He's pretty solid. He has strong morals. He's loyal. So, but even Tan, as much as I love Tannis, her responses through the whole, where it's kind of like, she didn't give a shit. She's like, I don't care about mm-hmm. the Rosie experience. She's like, like, why would you not? Like, it's, it's complete sort of polar opposite to Wayne's decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and it's, I mean, I love Tannis, but it's very shocking that they go that. So I don't, I, I mean, I'm just be curious to get deeper in their character on that one. Like mm-hmm. if, if, mm-hmm. if knowing how strongly Wayne feels about things like that and Tan Tannis is very opposite in this particular scenario. Um, well, well, you also have to wonder if it was all about the catch for Tannis, mm-hmm. 
whether now that Wayne is available, if the idea yeah. of being with him is kind of less interesting now. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Plus, it's not for, for 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 us watching this for the first time, not knowing what will happen. Um, this is not necessarily the beginning of some romantic relationship. No. This could be just a roll in the hay and, and, mm-hmm. and off you go. Right. Well, yeah. If, I mean, you, that, it, if you think yeah, back to, uh, I think it's season one or season two, they already had that first roll in the hay. Uh, so, yeah. so this they is. They have chemistry. They have chemistry. Well, obviously, they have chemistry. Uh, obviously, they have yeah. the same views on stakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they, oh, speaking of steaks, we had steaks and I had to bring out that Montreal steak spice uh, and, and I had to give a nod to the show for that one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, look at Alan. Yeah. yeah. She sounded like Squirrely Dan when he said, and we should talk about Montreal steak spice. Um, I had a point. Oh, yeah. If you're in the camp of opposites attract, then obviously Wayne and Tannis make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, Wayne and Rosie. Uh, we're very much alike, and obviously, even like through, you could tell from that breakup, right? The, the most amicable breakup in the history yeah. of breakups, right? Uh, that uh, you know they were very much alike, and and so maybe that that uh, caused for a lack of spark there or something. Who knows? Yeah, but no, you 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 could be spot on. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're right. It's a really good point. That's why, I mean, it just caught me because mm-hmm. uh, I'm totally with Tanya. It's it's that's Tan that's um, Wayne's yep. personality, yep. and Tannis is very much on the other side of the spectrum for that one, and it's. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I mean, it works too, but I just, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming out of the theme scene one in the farmhouse kitchen, the Hicks are t- talking about a non-summer wedding for once and they're, that they're attending. The guys think it's unfair that summer wedding at, during summer weddings, women get to wear breezy summer dresses while the men are stuck being sweaty and sticky in the three piece wool suit. It can get quite pongies down there. Yeah, it can get a bit moist. Nope. Do you think it's going to moist the Stanley Cup this year, Katie? I'm thinking Calgary. I swear to fucking Christ. Oh, do you never see Moist Story? Or Moist Story 2 starring Tim Allen, Tom Hanks? You have your fucking mind? I will fight you. We don't fight at weddings. And that's the first time we hear that tagline, but not the last. Uh, Katie asks if uh, Derry is going to be wearing his dad's suit. That's affirmative. He got it for his grade 13 semi-formal from the Letter Kenny op shop. I had to look that up. I didn't know what op shop meant. So an op shop or opportunity shop is just another name for a thrift store. Uh, Have you ever heard of a thrift store being called an op shop? No. Never. Yeah. It's full of opportunity? I guess. I don't know. Uh, Katie says she prefers the Sally Ann, which is another name for the Salvation Army. I didn't know that one either. Um, Oh, come on. You didn't know that? Sally Ann? No, I didn't. Sally Ann. Okay, that's been around for a long time. Well, I I mean, I know Salvation Army's been around. No, no. Sally Ann. Yeah, no. No. Absolutely. I feel like I've heard Sally Ann before, but not knowing what it was about. Now I know I had to look it up. Yeah. So on that same topic, just mm-hmm. really quickly, mm-hmm. if I said crappy tire to you, yeah, no, gonna, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So that's a whole different ballgame. But, but, no, no, no. But the, sorry, the reason and, and the, I'm bringing <laughs> this up because there was some, pure, there was like clearly some dispute there on mm-hmm. the fact that we hadn't heard Sally Ann. I hadn't heard that. Mm-hmm. And, and this came up the other day was uh, my sister-in-law used the term crappy tire to someone this and for, and he was not Canadian. Mm-hmm. It's Canadian tire. It's our sort of hardware, mm-hmm. auto mechanic, everything. They sell story. everything there. Yeah. like Yeah. Uh, it's pretty great. But mm-hmm. uh, we call it crappy tires, kind of the nickname. But someone yeah. didn't know when you, when my sister-in-law said that to someone, they're like, what the hell is crappy tire? And she was blown away hmm. because that is just common terminology huh. to, to me. Unless, you know, unless the person the questioning didn't know what Canadian tire was either. And then it would be possible. Right. No, yeah. if, you say, if you say Sally Ann. To my parents, or, oh, I, or I have no doubt. They absolutely, yeah. well, will one hundred percent say Salvation Army. Yeah, um, right. uh, interesting. I, I, 
I don't know if it was another podcast I was listening to or, or a thread on Twitter that I was reading. I, I'm getting old now. I don't remember this shit. But somebody <laughs> posed the question, what do you what do you and your friends refer like what are the nicknames you have for McDonald's? And uh, there was a bunch of different ones there. And uh, uh, for us, it's always been McYaks. I don't know about McD's, you guys or McDees. McDees or McYaks. Do you guys have any others? Uh, no. Yeah, there was some yeah. interesting ones that I can't remember anymore, but it, it brought to mind that, yeah, like there's some of these Slang nicknames. All those yeah, things. there's like Tim Hortons as Tim's. Yeah. Some of these uh, are regional, right? So, uh, but the op shop is definitely not one that I'd ever heard no, of. No, I haven't heard that one. All right, moving on. Katie says she prefers the Sally Ann, which is another nickname for the Salvation Army, another chain of thrift stores. I don't know. The Salvation Army might be a Canadian. I think it's only Canada only. So the U.S. may not have, may not have heard of it. Maybe not. Uh, the Hicks go on a jag about how dad Derry's suit is. You know what? That suit is so dead. The last time you wore it, it told me the Dire Straits were the greatest <laughs> band of all time. That suit is so dead, it ate all the lunch meat on the way home from the grocery store. That suit is so dead, it owns a VHS copy of The Hunts for Red October. Oh, I love that. I was picturing the suit to be one of those blue ones with the ruffles down the side. Yeah. I'm kind of glad they didn't go there, but that's kind of what I, I think the picturing. one that he wore is even better. But anyway, we'll, we'll get yeah. to that. Squirt- I, I take issue with the Dire Straits comment, but I agree with it. <laughs> I take issue with the Hunt for Red October comment. I love that movie. But anyway. I take issue with the fact that they're saying it's so dad. Yeah. I thought they were saying it's so dead. <laughs> well, when, I thought so too. When Wayne said it, it, no. sound, it sounds like he says dead, but I think that's his. No, no. His, uh, I, knew, I, knew, I knew they were, they were you know. Yeah, because uh, we also had the it. subtitles on. Uh, yeah. s- squirrely Dan. <laughs> it's just, dire, so your movie is, is old. Dire mm-hmm. Straits are timeless. So there's a difference. Uh, my movie is actually younger than the Dire Straits there, buddy. <laughs> So anyway, oh. Squirrely Dan. Fight, down. fight, fight. <laughs> We don't your, fight at your weddings. Main, your, your main actor is no is no more, but the Dire Straits oh, are still going. Gosh. What, Alec Baldwin? Come on. No, that's, uh, what's his name? Hunt for Red October is Alec Baldwin. He's the greatest actor in the world. Oh, I thought it's, what's his name? That <laughs> British guy, the, the, the original <laughs> Bond. The original Bond. Oh, oh, well, he's in it too. They're both in it. Yeah, Sean yeah, Connery. Well, that's who I, yeah, Sean Connery is who I think about. Oh, well. They're both yeah, in that's it. A, that'd be my go-to. <laughs> Squirrely Dan is going uh, to rock a, uh, a to cold rock a kilt to, to the wedding, like his grandpa's and his grandpa's before him. A little class, a little sass, and a lot of ass in the tartan's garments. Uh, Wayne will be wearing one of only two suits that he owns because two will do you. One for weddings and one for funerals. A good suit will last you the rest of your life if you take good care of it. I beg to differ. <laughs> that, oh wait, you know what? That made me la- laugh and then remember back to going to Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Al's family goes to Portugal quite, uh, well, used to go used quite to, often. Yeah. And uh, always had to have a suit because you never knew what was going to happen. And sure enough, the first time I went, there was a funeral. Yeah. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding? <laughs> oh, no, you got to bring a suit. Really? Yeah. How does this happen? <laughs> Um, so I, 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 you know, a good suit will last you the rest of your life. Uh, only if you take good care of yourself, because I got to say, there's no way I can fit in any suit I wore in my twenties. <laughs> yes. Good point. Yeah. That's not the suit's fault. No, exactly. Uh, and, and admittingly, I do not own a suit. Well, well, you know what? Actually, I got a cop to it. I don't either anymore. Uh, the, yeah. my last suit was like, yeah, uh, yeah, but I say, I mean, I, I mean, we talk about taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I used to be about 30, 35 pounds heavier than I am now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had two suits at the time mm-hmm. and then I stripped away that weight. So nothing, I threw away like 90% of my wardrobe and suits went with it. And I've just never replaced it. Cause I haven't had a need for it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You may whether, never have a need for it again. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, I don't think suits are what they were before. Like, like even w- the the last uh, Christmas party that you guys had, mm-hmm. like I saw so many women in running shoes and I thought, holy crap, where did the stilettos <laughs> go? Comfortable is the-, the new chic. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, they're wearing like these evening dresses, but then they're wearing white tennis shoes I or whatever. I don't think I've seen that. Running yeah. shoes was Yeah, like at the-, the last holiday party, there was a lot of that. Oh, I mean, okay. I think they come in with stilettos, but then they quickly yeah. change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they do I, the I red think, carpet appearance on in stilettos, and then when the dancing starts, they they change to to Nikes. I think the fancy <laughs> is the way of the past. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see where did I leave leave off? Oh, My I've apologies. lost. Yeah, thanks. I've lost. Uh, here we go. The Hicks question Wayne about other times he might need a suit. What would you wear for a court appearance? I've never been arrested. What would you wear to a job interview? Only ever had one job. What would you wear to a bar mitzvah? Not Jewish. Bat mitzvahs? Still not Jewish. <laughs> I love that the only four occasions they can come up with is being arrested, <laughs> uh, job interview, and then both of the other ones are, are Jewish ceremonies. Like that's it. That's the only time. I, you- and I, and I mean, the one thing I'm talking about, clearly they need a brittle star in this show because, um, I mean, how has he not been arrested? This is the toughest guy in Letterkenny who knocks people out on the regular. Is there no law enforcement around there, here? No, absolutely. Or there, may, there may be, there may be a bylaw that you're allowed. Brittle to do that. star will never be like it's like conceal, yeah, exactly. conceal. That's, concealed carry law like it's yeah. you're allowed to carry your fist yeah i was gonna say that's why i don't when he said that he he wanted to be a opp, OPP. officer on the show i'm like do you are you not paying attention like there's no <laughs> there's law none. enforcement on this <laughs> the show. law is well, i think that's his yeah. point yeah, he's Lane, like they Lane need is the law i am the law <laughs> uh katie <laughs> that was bad <laughs> katie says there are going to be a lot of idiots at this wedding shut up it was <laughs> That's what the the Hicks call folks from the city. Oh, you didn't like my Sylvester Stallone? No, oh, I, I loved I loved it because I knew what it was, but it was terrible. <laughs> Continue on. All right, Katie mentions uh, city. It will be at the wedding. Uh, this put Wayne in a bad mood. Uh, I fucking hate city. It's always going on about how we're seeing fucking mudden in our fucking hemis. Fucking riding our sleds down to a fucking pit party, bod. Giving her tits. I was climbing the ladder up the hay mow behind your brother and ew, ripped a fart that sounded like a creaky door opening inside a hot air balloon. But we do not fight at weddings. No. But you can't get laid if you're keen to. Sexy just wafts around at weddings. Plenty of opportunities for people looking to do some yesing. A little bit of wedding spreading. A little bit of matrimonies and hide the balonies. Oh, sure. Maybe some exchange of <laughs> rings and rubbing of things. Clear eyes. Full Windsors. Can't lose. All right. Next Clear scene. eyes. Full wind. What? Full Windsors. What's that? A tie. Yeah. It's a knot full for, for, bo- uh, uh, gotcha. for a, a Clear necktie. Eyes, full win- okay. Gotcha. Go. Uh, next scene <laughs> at the banquet hall for the wedding. We find out that the happy couple are none other than Ron and Dax from the gym. Now, did anyone notice that actually on at the entrance of the banquet hall, it says congratulations, uh, Dax or Ron and Daryl, I think. So is, is Dax what? short for Daryl? I didn't notice. I didn't catch that at all. Yeah, no. I saw that. I'm like, no. that's weird. Um, Talk to did, you, did, you, that. did you pause and look at it again just uh, to make sure may, you weren't seeing things? Uh, yeah, I may have, yeah, may have been drinking that day. I don't know. Uh, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go back, but I, I swear that's what Sleep I saw. Sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation. This week's been one of those weeks. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's Ron and Dax's wedding. Uh, 
and, and we start off with a music montage as the Hicks make their slow motion entrance, what they do best, uh, beginning with Kate, Katie looking very sexy in a black dress, followed by Squirrely Dan in full Scottish attire. Next is Derry in his classic brown dad suit from Simpsons. <laughs> Uh, and then followed by a smoking hot tennis in red, uh, followed closely behind by Wayne in his wedding suit, always buttoning up his cuffs. So uh, did you guys notice it was a Simpsons suit? Tanya, you noticed because you said it right away. It's like, oh, look, yeah. it's from Simpsons. Was what, that what it said on it? I yeah. know they did the zoom. Uh-huh. I didn't actually catch the words. Yeah. yeah. I was looking. He opens his jacket up and it says it yeah. has the label in. So I found that hilarious. Yeah. Uh, My wife says I'm blind every day. So maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> As they stand around their table, Tannis comments that Wayne cleans up well. And Wayne responds that he wouldn't kick Tannis out of bed for eating crackers. Uh, Katie comments on the top <laughs> shelf uh, ceremony. Uh, she Short, sweet, and not too much God. Derry says he's told uh, God doesn't have too much time for gays these days. So, uh, pr- production note, uh, other than Tannis's abortion in season two, this is probably the, the second most blatant kind of social statement they've made. Like, that isn't just, you know, story related. They, they, they actually I come out that. and say it. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Daryl said it? Yeah. Derry says God doesn't have much time for gays these days. Like, huh. that's, you know, that's pretty. Uh, I missed that. On Unless the- your name is Glenn. Yeah, well, it's pretty on the nose for for this show, right? Like they'll make those statements, but not they won't actually say them. Um, yeah, but is it for Glenn? Because Glenn backed down when he had an opportunity to be in that uh, whatever the the, the those uh, what were they called? The, the the lifestyle, the McMurrays. McMurrays, that's it. <laughs> McMurrays, whatever the McMurrays were into, Glenn was like, uh, and pass. Like he was out. No, I know, but so I, I don't. I think he's talk, but not action. Yeah. No, no, but that's not a. But that has nothing to do with being gay or not gay. Yeah. That's that's a whole separate. Yeah. That's a whole separate thing. Yeah, I remember Victor's a, an expert on this, so we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, defer. we'll defer to him. Defer. <laughs> he runs Dan. a swinging podcast on the side. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Squirrely Dan is proud of Ron and Dax for getting married. Derry wonders what it must be like. I wonder what that must be like. What getting hitched? Being into dudes, I've got so many questions. Yeah, now I'm here exactly <laughs> zero of them. Okay, so like, what if you're attracted to somebody with the same name as you? Is it like kind of fun? <laughs> fucking weird. You'd be fucking weird. Quite like that. That's never happened to me. Guess the closest I ever came to it was almost doing it with a gal named Cheryl. Yeah, I suppose it would kind of be like the time I almost hooked up with a gal who had the same names as my grandma's. Oh, that'd be oh, fucking oh. off-putting. It was. It was distracting at inappropriate times. Ruth. <laughs> oh, it's just a goddamn way I could do it with a Katie. Ew. Or a Kate. Or a Caitlin. I guess Catherine and you'd be walking the line. There's no way I could do it with a Wayne. Ew. Unless it was Gretzky. Or Rossev. Or Newton. <clears throat> Katie would do it with Wayne Newton. That's that's quite the uh, image. Uh, the the two grooms walk up and continue the conversation. I bow to the great one. I bend right over. I'd let Gretz get in my office behind the net. Come on, let's do it. I'd be his Yari Curry in a fucking hurry, just feeding him all night long. <laughs> I promise mess I wouldn't do. I just promised a mess. I'd let Gretz leave my ass seriously mixed I'd let that lady bing lady bang me. That's 69 with 99 into overtime. I'd just straight up let him 99 me. Anywho, uh, what's a 99? <laughs> it's just fucking wall spooning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... That whole line of jokes uh, about Wayne Gretzky are so, it's so funny, 
but so inside hockey that only like only certain people really? will get it. Oh yeah, I don't think so. Uh, the whole uh, no, I promised mess I I wouldn't do <laughs> I wouldn't do this. That's what, what Wayne Gretzky says when he's crying because he's been traded, and then uh, uh, and just stuff like that. Like okay. you'd only get if you were like a, a hockey like a like some of it you'd get, but some of it would be like over your head, right? So I, I yeah, really. But, but t- a lot of the stuff is all over people's heads anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so whether it's hockey related or not. I uh, know, but I just, so, I really so, appreciated so, yeah. that one there because yeah, only a certain, like, you know, a smaller yeah. percentage of people would understand the jokes yeah. and of that percentage of people who would understand it, how many of them would actually find them funny? I found them hilarious. <laughs> I appreciated yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that they, uh, that they explained what a 99 was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Katie takes Ron and Dax for some cocktails as they leave a couple of city walk up and start making fun of the Hicks. Oh, good day, lads. Did you ride your fucking sleds here? Oh, were you a fucking matiner? You see a cherry ride? Like, holy fuck. Just about clear part of the fucking rhubarb. Oh, you was just going to stand there rubbing your peckers or what? Oh, she's fucking tits, eh? Did you give her beans, bud? Did you give her boots, bud? Did you give her fucking torch? Want to get fucking smoked? Or are you taking her easy? If she's easy. Take her twice, bud. We'll call you Tony two times. <laughs> but store manure. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Matt and Victor, uh, since you were the two idiots on this uh, podcast, uh, shame on you. <laughs> I was going to ask, I, it, it, like all jokes aside, have you met idiots ever in kind of real life? Because I, I, I had a hard time trying to kind of think of, like, who are they talking about? Are they talking about people like who work in the financial district? No, we're talking like, about who, anybody who, talking? who lives in the city who goes to visit places up north. Yeah, that's straight that's up what not, it is. But I don't get. Then I don't get it. No, but if no, that's the case, I get I don't it. Get it's it. it's, oh, it's heightened, Victor. But it's it's yeah. kind of real. It's kind of real. Yeah, we have it, it's we real. have Torontonian friends. Yeah, and they'll come up that's here and they'll make fun of us. I mean, again, it's heightened, right? And it's it's like an exaggeration uh, on yeah. on it. But the, the, the you get that you get that. Yeah, and it all comes. It's a lot. It's a it's a lifestyle and, and an almost cultural difference mm-hmm. between those two ways of living mm-hmm. um that clash and i mean i like my in-laws live up up north and they make jokes about cities all the time especially mm-hmm. with like covid things are shutting down they're in a touristy area mm-hmm. so as soon as things open the first thing my sister-in-law says is yeah. oh fuck here come the city it's like she says that on the regular oh, okay. and it's true you yeah. live in that area and you see the difference they come up it's it's a very different if um atmosphere with with, with people who aren't used to living in a more mm-hmm. call it naturist rustic uh area yeah. they bring a different vibe to yeah. they may they not the yeah. they may not come and and like insult the locals or whatever verbally like that like that's yeah. just or intentionally or but intentionally, it happens but it does happen yes for sure yeah for yeah. sure yeah. Like even when Alan and I got married mm-hmm. they, I remember the Torontonians they were like you guys are so <laughs> young and uh it was just a, a difference in in uh a, it's culture. culture. It's, a, it's a city culture versus yeah. small yeah. town culture for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so after cool. the after the the city, it's uh, Tannis wonders if the Hicks are going to do anything, but Wayne insists they don't fight at weddings. Cut to Katie and Bonnie at the bar. Katie compliments Bonnie on her dress. She got it from the op shop. <laughs> Suddenly, the city it's converge on the girls. They hit on them mercilessly and shamelessly, mm-hmm. ba- bragging about their BMW and, and all that other stuff. 
<clears throat> cut to the DJ booth where who else? Stuart and Rold are spinning the tunes. Connor's off <laughs> to the side, sitting on the floor with his gas mask on. And Darian is standing, uh, facing the wall off to the back. Uh, Rold is trying to convince Stuart that he promised the grooms he'd play wedding songs like Brown Eyed Girl, Shout, Lean on Me, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Mambo Number 5. Stuart <laughs> looks annoyed at the thought. Then McMurray approaches the booth. He requests the chicken dance. He fucking <laughs> loves that song. Stuart berates both Rold and McMurray's request. Rold goes for the, the controls, but Stuart stops him in his tracks with his magic choke move. <laughs> Enough! DJing is an art form. A medium in which the most prolific audio auteurs of our time can speak through. A deep connection of the soul of yourself and the gyrating asses of the great unwashed who eagerly thirst for your deafening compositions. Like gyrating asses, but I'm pretty sure it ain't art there, bud. Yeah, wouldn't you have to have written the songs yourself for it to be art? I'm sorry, a composed? I think your, the word is produced. Right, or at least didn't download off the internet so that you can profit off of. Yeah, you're more like an art dealer than an artiste. Or like an art gallery curator. <laughs> Selling <laughs> stolen paint. Then he printed off the internet. <laughs> oh, man. So does this not remind you of uh, the conversation we had with Tanya about her paint by numbers? (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. So true. Okay. So I I need to ask, when was the last time the chicken dance was ever played at a wedding? That would be like the uh, last wedding. I was going to say probably the last wedding we were at. It's been a while. It's it's been a long time. We haven't been to a wedding in a while. We we got good at saying no. <laughs> chicken not, dance. We're not going to weddings. Chicken it's an da- art. Chicken yes, dance is, is is dead. That song is absolutely. It's, dead. I don't know. I get. I don't know. It's, it's a been a while. Song. It's been a while. Let's start bringing it back. We should change yeah. our theme song to the chicken dance. Al, <laughs> add it to your, Al, when you're when when world comes back and mm-hmm. you start playing shows again, add the chicken dance to your, to, to uh, our set. set the list. macarena took over the chicken dance. Oh God, I hate the macarena. And, and the I'd macarena. Rather, they were they were on par at the same time. And then the macarena a disaster. Died. No, I'm taking chicken dance over the macarena any day. 100%. I'm with you, Victor. (laughs) (laughs) Stuart threatens Rold. If he doesn't stop at the request, he's going to turn the night into a straight-up blood rave. Uh, At the Cupcake Tower, cut to the Cupcake Tower, Riley and Jonesy meet up with Ron and Dax, and they congratulate them. Good game, you fucking beauties. Way to tape your sticks together, boys. You can make a hot D pairing. Five-minute major and a lifetime misconduct for butt ending. You boys enjoying yourselves? Acting single. Seeing double. Drinking triples. Riley and Joni, Jonesley, Jonesy uh, compliment uh, Ronnie and Dax on the big city slam prospects at the reception. Ron breaks the news to Riley and Jonesy that they're not going to pull. They're not pulling tonight. Uh, these are modern city gals. They're not interested in hockey player types. Big muscles haven't been popular with the ladies since Jersey Shore. Riley and Jonesy are confused. The only way to get any attention from the cosmopolitan college gal types is to get in touch with your inner twink. You need to be less power forward and more power bottom. We will get our wedding stylist to help them out. Yes. So we need to spruce up our look? No. You've got to spruce up your look. Back at the Hicks table, Squirrely Dan talks about how Professor Trisha says that Letter Kenny has developed into quite the homosexual scene, and they can likely expect a Pride's Parade's next springs. I've never been to a Pride Parade. What's it like? It's like a Santa Claus parade, except instead of handing out candy, they hand out condoms. You probably start thinking about a name right now. Great day for gay. A hard gay's night. High's Pride Shop and Pride Grain Tomato. Pride is Chucky. Independence gay. Ferris Bueller gets off. 
<laughs> Star Wars Vogue One. <laughs> the Princess Pride. Pride of Frankenstein. Pride and Go Seeks. Carlito's Gay. Night of the Giving Head. Lay Anything. Final <laughs> Mantasy. Third Cock from the Sun. How Phallic on his Groove Pack. The Gay the Earth Stood Still. Eat Gay Love. Dr. Strange Love, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying. Love the Bums. Bonnie and Pride. Oh, Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the city it's come back for another another round of insults. I was absolutely Ooh, you got those bits oh, ready for your fucking sorry. ponies? One How second. many ponies you got under your hood? You got a friggin' hemi under there? How many CCAs is your sled? Do you fucking pin her when you get pickled there, bud? Oh, I really fucking gave her last night. Working hard or hardly working. <laughs> Idiots. Sorry. I Go. was absolutely mesmerized by Tannis in mm-hmm. that shot because she didn't change her expression whatsoever. Mm -hmm. She gave the exact same, like she changed her words, but said it the exact same way every shot. But she joined in on the wordplay, which uh, she did. Yeah. She fit in fit right in with the Hicks. She did. Yeah. Uh, Tannis. So, 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 so wait, so, so here's my issue with the city. It's right. So Mm -hmm. I get it. The, you know, the, the city, city slickers coming up to small, Mm -hmm. small country and, you know, asking stupid, asking stupid questions. But the, but I think the focus in this episode on the city it isn't up on that. It's about them acting like douchebags and mm-hmm. and hitting on these hitting on these girls. And that's the part that for me I didn't really get the connection of them being from the city, mm-hmm. uh, like of, rather than being a certain type of people that I'm thinking, okay, who are they talking about? I'm trying to figure out who they're talking about. And so that's the connection I wasn't able to make. You can't envision uh, guys from the city going up to like a hick wedding, thinking that they're going to score with women just for the mere fact that they're from the city and more cultured and stuff like that's what I, I guess, I guess some really, really specific type of dumb uh, egotistic people, but not because they're from the city. Yeah, but, but these 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 are, are those people, right? They, they they're bragging about having beamers and stuff. These th- these are those. Yeah, people. and that's one. And that's one. That's yeah. why I said like traders, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. like financial, like like. Yeah. So I'm thinking like those traders mm-hmm. specifically, as opposed to guys from the city. Sure. So it's just a little. I don't know. A little thing um, there. I'm with you. Tannis asks again and again. Wayne says they don't fight at weddings. Uh, the ladies go off to take a piss. Uh, those were Tannis's words, not mine. I know. As I they, love that. Sorry. <laughs> as they wait <laughs> in line for the ladies' room, the city it's accost them once more. Bonnie and Tannis are ready to take them, but Katie restrains them and reminds them of their rule about fighting at weddings. Uh, cut to the DJ booth. Dickens follows, walks up uh, with a list of his requests. Stuart calls it an act of social and musical treason. Every one of Dickens' requests is a Brooks and Dunn song, starting with the Boots, boots Scootin' Boogie. Uh, oh, I knew you were going to say. Stuart says, of all the boogies. Turn around. <laughs> Stuart says, Scootin' Boogie. Of all the bo- boogies, the Boots Scootin' would be the last one he'd torture everyone with. I'll give you It's a good one, though. What about Blame It no, on the Boogie by the Jackson 5? Boogie, 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 you taste of honey. Boot scooting. A Boogie Wonderland by Earth, Wind, and Fire? Elton John's Street Boogie. This wedding needs a boogie, and it's going to be a boot scoot. A Born to Boogie T-Rex. <laughs> boogie, boogie, woo, and same time. Sip done Boogie T-Rex again. Take the damn boogie and make it a boot scoot. I, I, I am your boogeyman, Casey, in the Sunshine Band. I am your boogeyman, a white zombie. I hoped it wouldn't come to blows over a boogie, but I'll damn well go to blows for the boot scooting boogie. <laughs> How tall is that man? He's fucking tall. Well, that and rolled short. But when he comes down to Rolled's level, that is that was hilarious. Yeah. That was yeah, such man. a funny, funny Brilliant. visual. 
Uh, I won't come to blows over boogies, but I will over boot scooting boogies. <laughs> um, Dickens leaves the booth and McMurray shows up with his cassette copy of the chicken dance, which he went home to get. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Which he got out of the cassette player in his tractor. <laughs> so so what that tells me is that's it's not just a wedding song for him. It's what he listens to while he works. <laughs> oh my God. Think about that visual. <sighs> I'm crying. Um oh, that is brilliant. And you and you so and and the, the, I wish I wrote it down that when he first originally mentioned the chicken dance when uh-huh. he goes that little rant and be like a fucking chicken didn't blend that head picking yeah. out picking out eggs and dancing fucking chicken like just like rambling yeah. on about eggs coming uh, out and oh. um says uh, they're gonna play it now or play it later either way they're gonna play it or they'll die <laughs> and he walks away <laughs> drops the cassette on the on the mixer roll grabs it quickly so that uh, Stewart doesn't get uh, upset and yeah he walks away uh cut to the dessert c- uh, table where uh, Riley and Jonesy have a bit of a makeover and they're sipping white wine uh Katie and uh, Bonnie walk up what's with the super soft glass for boys what's with your hair oh it's gotten big city slam prospects don't want to risk putting a Big goose egg up on the board. I want a fan on a yawning cage, buddy. So we uh, bruised up our looks. What does that mean? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. How's that going for you? Uh, it's good. We got bites. Yeah. Well, we got like a eight bite. They were 50, though. Yeah, for that. For that. A jo- Jonesy admits to taking down an older lady once. Says it was kind of fun, <laughs> but it got a, it got kind of weird when she made pizza after. <laughs> Riley thinks. <laughs> so random. <laughs> oh, it gets better though. Riley oh. thinks it's sick that she ordered pizza after sex. <laughs> but Jonesy corrects him. <laughs> she made pizza <laughs> from scratch. He had to sit and talk while she made pizza. Oh. I love how how that the, the thought of that just just made him yeah. Oh man, that was a good scene. It was it was re- and really well played by by uh, her, uh, Jonesy. That that was really well done. Oh. K- Katie and Bonnie say uh, they look like dandies, like pansies. The landscape might be changing, but manly men never go out of style. Okay, cut cut to the Hicks. Bonnie tells them that Katie got hit by uh, one guy in a top hat. A top hat. A guy in a top hat. You know, I'd rather take down a city than a guy in a top hat. Oh, I don't know, Miss Katie. Some men look quite stately in a top hat. Scrooge McDuck comes to mind. Mr. Peanut. <laughs> Slash. The guy from T-Rex. <laughs> Abe Lincoln. Uncle Benny Bags from Monopoly. Willy Wonka's. The cat in the hat. The guy from T-Rex again. <laughs> only the guy, only the Duke from Bridgerton. Oh uh, yeah, well this is pre Bridgerton, oh, so or else they might they probably would have said him too. Yes, there you go. All right, enter <laughs> one, one last time. Enter the city. It's oh hey there, buds. Is she Emmanuel who's driving a bitch stick? You like Bud Light? We like buttholes around here. Oh, did you get your pecker stuck in a bottle of brew? Where's your sweetie bud? Should leave it to your John and your John Deere. Where's your John queer bud? <laughs> <laughs> Wayne gets fucking irritated. Katie reminds him that they don't fight at weddings. Wayne agrees. They don't fight at weddings. And they look at each other. Cut to the bar. 
A couple of ladies walk up to Riley and Jonesy appear, and and sorry, a couple of ladies walk up to the bar and Riley and Jonesy appear from behind the bar. They pop up like a Muppet. Uh, they offer the women fruity cocktail drinks and try to make small talk about interior design. The women tell Riley and Jonesy that they're really missing the mark. Metrosexuality is out. They, they're into classic men, athletic types. Riley and Jonesy don't look like they can fix their car or sliding screen door. Riley and Jonesy try to assure them that they're actually the type of men they're looking for, but the women call them pathetic posers. Even if Riley and Jonesy were hockey players, they weren't puck bunnies. They were lacrostitutes. (laughs) (laughs) There had to have been a lot of high-fiving around that writing table. They grab a couple of bottles of beer and they walk off. Cut to the city. It's at the bar. Bonnie and Katie walk up to them and ask to ask where they're staying the night. They say they're, uh, they've never ridden in a BMW X3 before. They want to go for a ride back to the city. It's motel cut to the DJ booth. Stewart announces the song for the first dance, which was chosen by the grooms. The music plays. The song is called fuck the pain away by the peaches. And so begins a montage of, uh, Ron and Dax dancing along with everyone at the reception, uh, reception. Katie and Bonnie walking down a motel hall with a city it's in tow. Back to the reception, then back to the motel. Tannis is also waiting for, at the city it's room, inviting them in. The city it's enter the room to find Wayne, Derry, and Squirrely Dan waiting for them. Uh, they try to get away, but Tan- Tannis closes the door behind them, and Wayne leads the charge. Cut back to the wedding for more dancing. Then back to the motel room as the Hicks leave the city it's bruised and battered. Cut back to the wedding. Ron and, Dan- and uh, Dax are now slow dancing. Dickens and McMurray approach the DJ booth with shots for the skids. Uh, Katie and Bonnie start dancing with Ron uh, Ron and Dax. uh, Squirrely Dan and Derry are asked to dance by the two city girls who rejected Riley and Jonesy earlier. Riley and Jonesy finally find their big city slams, a couple of older ladies. Uh, Back on the dance floor, Katie and Ron bump into Wayne and Tannis. He was looking for trouble? He was looking for trouble? He was looking for trouble? So what if we are? We don't plan at weddings. Wouldn't dream of it, bud. And... Stop the pain away. Wayne dips Tannis and Katie dips Ron and we fade to black. And that's the episode. <laughs> All right. Let's start with Tanya. What did you think overall of this episode, We Don't Fight at Weddings? I really liked it. And if if you weren't sitting beside me and I had to keep a poker face, I would have laughed my ass off. You don't Um, have to keep a poker face. I got to keep my poker face. (laughs) I got to keep the surprise. Um, It was a it was a really great show from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. Um, It had a lot of great, funny moments. Um, Yeah, it was very enjoyable. Awesome. Uh, I, I mean, you actually you, really good poker face because I, I actually didn't think you enjoyed it. Uh, oh, there you go. Huzzah. So, so I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Um, I don't know. It, but yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, production note, Riley, uh, um, Dylan Playfair, he had a broken hand in this episode. Uh, he hit it well through most of the, the scenes. Um, but uh, in the last scene, when he's slow dancing with somebody, uh, you can see his hand is in is wrapped up in uh, hmm. in gauze or whatever. So I think he had like a broken finger or something. But uh, anyway, a great episode. Really, like the cold from the cold open onward. So much fun. <clears throat> um, uh, lots of great scenes 
like again, it's one of those episodes where all the factions come together and and they're they're with each other and they're reacting to each other, and that always makes for a lot of fun. Uh, I especially love the scenes at the DJ booth with McMurray, with the Skids, and with uh, with uh, Dickens. Uh, those were so much fun to watch. You uh, know what they were missing? What they could have added to mm-hmm. this was um, the priest marrying Glenn. the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that would have made it faster. Pastor, whatever. Pastor. <laughs> that would have made it. That would have made it just like that yeah, much it, more. It's interesting that Glenn isn't in this because uh, there's an obvious. Yeah, there's an obvious in there where he could have been the offici- uh, officiating the wedding. So for and sure, he could have flirted with the grooms, <laughs> and and that could have been like another level. To yeah, this. maybe they didn't have time. Maybe maybe they they had something written and they mm-hmm. didn't have time for it. I don't know. Um, Victor, what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty much flawless uh, from beginning to end. Uh, what a great start to to another uh, another season. I you know aside from ostracizing all the city folk uh, by by generalizing <laughs> them as douchebags, I thought that um, you know it was a flawless episode. It was hilarity from beginning to end. It was a great cold open. Uh, I agree. Like the killer scene, it was definitely uh, that uh, uh, DJ booth. Um, but uh, yeah, everything about it was was fun. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. Matt? Oh, man. You guys are going to be mad at me. Oh, shut oh, up. So, Fuck off. Really? <clears throat> so, He's okay. He's toying. Is he? Is he? He is. So let, let me, let me, okay, there's a couple. Of, so I was, the cold open, I thought was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I thought everything before the wedding was really good. I really enjoyed it. I had a, I had a struggle with a lot of the wedding. I, there was the McMurray to me saved the whole thing mm-hmm. because I thought his whole, his lines. I mean, I wish you had the clip from his first in which I mumbled and oh, made no yeah. sense a few minutes well, ago. But he mumbled but it too. So yeah, that's I why know, I didn't clip but it. But he made, yeah, but he made some nonsense about, but my, both my wife and I burst out laughing when oh, he said that he one. He played line. the chicken dance for his chickens. And yeah. yes, 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 that, yes. That, oh, I, I, I died. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was so good, his line. <laughs> and and every, every moment, and then right down to the cassette, that mm-hmm. was so, he just owned that. He was so obsessed over it and I mm-hmm. loved it. Um, the wordplay was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some good moments. So what? Um, I I I hated their interpretation of the cities. Hated. It. Yeah. So you've taken personal. No, 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 no. I listen. I come from. I come from people who understand this thing. And, and you said your and, own and, sister-in-law yeah. references yeah. idiots. So well, these she references. The, she talks about us in, in a lot of cases. Yeah. When we so, come but up these there. are caricatures, right? These are them making know, fun of the city. It's making so, fun of them. I get it, but my problem was I interpreted so they said, kept saying cities, and yes, mm-hmm. they referenced a BMW. Mm-hmm. That was their to me. That was their only call out to the fact that they're from anywhere of money or different. Mm-hmm. The rest of it just felt like they were idiots from a neighboring town trying to piss off the locals. Like mm-hmm. it didn't. They they they, 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 they were they were DJs. Yeah, they were. They, they didn't were feel like cities. I don't know a single person from a city ever. Who sounds? I know. I believe in the term "city." It. I totally mm-hmm, respect mm-hmm. it. I didn't believe that is what I would have seen Letter Kenny doing for something called a city. I think their tone was wrong. I think their their dialogue was wrong. I know they were making fun of them, but even when they weren't making fun of them, they were just hitting on the girls. I still felt like they're. It didn't fit for me and what I 
perceived to be a city. Uh, so no. if they called nah. it Degen instead of no, Sidious. it had to yeah. be Sidious though. It had to be Sidious. Yeah, and I get why they did. I just I didn't I I didn't buy into that persona. That oh, they that's tried disappointing, to build. Matt. Because you know I, what? They I, were wait, wait. I agree with Matt on mm-hmm. every single point he's making. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm I'm just scared where this is going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just Matt, just so you know, just so you know, and I think you felt it from my comments as well. Yeah. Like. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. They totally, yeah. totally blew it with that. It's just yeah. the episode for still stands up as a great episode. Mm-hmm. Aside from if, if let's say, if let's say you're not living in the city and don't take some offense to that, um, <laughs> then do you care? Right. Yeah. But I didn't take any offense. I mean, mm-hmm. you right. can make fun of me all day. I have a pretty thick skin, um, but it's, I, not, it's, make, not, but it's but not what it's, this is about. Yeah. It, it it's not it's not directed to city people. No, it's what they're doing is they're the taking people. every stereotype and putting it all on these three guys. Guys who right. value their cars over everything else and think but that that's, that's the, the only shit. that's the, the only guys, stereotype well, I took from that. The where, rest felt where are you staying? DJ. Oh, well, where, there's only one hotel, one motel yeah. in this whole held hold. Like there was. And them talking about like they're, them yeah. thinking Hicks are only about their cars or their trucks or their four by fours or the or sleds. They, they, they made all those comments, but they had to fit it all into a 24 minute episode. So it had yeah, to be heightened. Yeah. It had to be a character. The common, common denominator. They were DJs. They were douchebags. <laughs> yeah. And they yes, did not. Yes. They, it was not a good representation of people from the city. But, yeah. but, but simple point is these guys needed to be annoying enough to make them want to break their we don't fight at weddings rule yes. in one episode. So they I had to be all that. that heightened I think level it's of more, I think of a, it's more of a financial statement. Like mm-hmm. it's more about people with money versus people with no money and people feeling that they're better than or or bigger than mm-hmm. people that don't have money. And I think that was, it's not city versus Hicks. It's, it's money versus no money. Yeah. But that's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if that's true because no, that wasn't no. clear. Sorry. No, sorry. That's I'm my, not, no, that, I'm not, not yeah. buying what you're selling there. Yeah. No, I think this is basically more of just a culture clash because yeah. I don't think the money thing was really played up. Uh, and, and I didn't, and I, and the biggest thing there, I didn't feel like they fully came from a different culture. I feel mm. like they, like they, they literally were like the neighboring town and maybe had a little more money owned a Beamer, but they still felt the same kind of vibe. They're just assholes. Mm. And I, I did, I didn't buy the city of thing. Mm. And yes, yeah, city is city has nothing to do with money. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. just where you live. Cause again, but most people the go to places Beamer where thing they're not is a money that, status. It's, it's a right. status thing. Like I've met those people that are like alligator shoes. No, and, I used to work with those yeah. uh, and, and, idiots and they <laughs> yeah. were from the city and they were better than because yeah. they had more money than I did. And but, but, that's, but they act that way towards other city people. Not, you know what I mean? Like it's, that's, yeah. that's not a city country thing. No, no. I, I, I saw that's them. a city city thing. That's an anybody, those people thing. Like I saw I saw three guys who yeah. thought they were better than everyone in that banquet hall. That's what I saw. It, it didn't have yeah. anything to do with money. It had to do with status or it had to do with culture. Um, yeah, yeah. They were three douchebags. Yeah, they were uh, douchebags. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't have a, a problem because it they had to be heightened in order to get to to whip up the hicks to the point where they needed to they needed they needed to beat the shit out of these guys. Anything more toned down and it would it would have been unbelievable that they had to They were just mislabeled. That's all. Uh, they were mislabeled. Uh, I disagree. Anyway, let's so let's get to ratings. <laughs> let's get to ratings. Tanya, what would you what's give? The di- I'm sorry, my apology. Uh, what's the difference between DJ and a city? A city? A city? 
Well, I mean, a degen is just a catch-all for and, anybody. Can be where, a degen. Where yeah. do yeah. the two live? Like, I don't get degens could be your next door neighbor. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I, I can, I can, I can confirm. Degens are anyone that's like stupid. Uh, like, what's a degen then? It's a, somebody, what's the difference between the two? Well, a degen is just everything that's wrong with people. They they label a degen like it's it, there's no specific you know degenerate. Yeah, it's just, they're if just you look degenerate. at someone and you're like, and they do something, and you're like, that's all I need to know about you. Mm-hmm. This that's episode, a this episode would have done just fine if they just used degen. Degen, it okay. would have worked just fine. Everything would have been probably. Just fine. You're probably right. Um, so that's why uh, it it doesn't just dis- like I don't discount it at all. But anyway, Tanya, your yeah, rating. Hi. Um, I, I, I liked, I liked it regardless of, um, the, the city it's and, and what we named them. Um, I, I liked, um, I liked everything about it. I thought it was, uh, funny and a hundred percent fresh. Awesome. Um, so this episode, I remember the first time watching the, the, the show, this is the first, this, this episode was the first time. I mean, there were signs that this was a different kind of show. Uh, leading up to this episode, but this episode sealed it for me. Like, I'm like, cause uh, I, I don't know if it was, if it was let on earlier that it was Ron and Dax's wedding, but the, the moment that I heard, Oh, they're at Ron and Dax's gay wedding in, in letter Kenny. I'm like, wow. Like I found that a big, my first time watching this, it was a big deal to me. Mm. And in my first time watching this, I'm like, Holy shit, Letter Kenny is different. It isn't just a show about fart jokes and beating up D-Gens and all that stuff. They've they they actually have something to say and they're saying it. Uh like like Fart Book was, you know, only on the second viewing did I understand that that was like a you know, uh a statement on social media and and I I did catch the whole tennis ab- abortion thing at the time thinking that that was a big deal. But this one here was the first time I'm like, holy crap, this is, this is more than the sum of its parts. Like this, like people compare this show to, uh, um, uh, trailer park boys. I hated the trailer park boys saw no redeeming qualities in that show. Maybe there were strong. Well, I I hated it. I I did not like it at all. I didn't like any of the characters, anything about it. Even even bubbles. Well, so bubbles, (laughs) bubbles was fun. And you know what though? I never took the time to get to know the characters or the storylines. So maybe, Maybe, but just from what I and saw, just of clear, it, those are degens. Yeah. yeah. So just what I, <laughs> no, they are. Yeah. They're lovable degens. What I, what I saw of it had no redeeming qualities. <laughs> this episode uh, showed me that Letter Kenny was at a different level than the Trailer Park Boys, uh, and to me, so personally, when I saw him, like well, holy crap! So. Um, well, yeah. You also okay. come from a small town. Yeah. No, I know, and, and we are probably friends with the first gay guy that came out in the small town. Yeah. Much. Oh, there's lots, there are lots of things, there are lots of things that I can relate to uh, on this show that relate to my upbringing. But I mean, the same oh, can be said about trailer park getting boys. really personal. Today, no, no, guys. but <laughs> I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to kind of, you know, explain why this show, big this, this episode here uh, was kind of a turning point in my appreciation. Like I appreciated the show up until now. Uh, my first time viewing it as a funny show and every once in a while there's like some moments where I'm like hmm but this is the first episode where we're like holy crap and then it made me think back to other episodes going oh well that that made it it, it gave me a different in, uh, impression of of letter kenny mm. this it was the beginning of this was the be- beginning of that so i mean it's obviously a fresh it's 100% fresh for me uh i, I didn't care about the city it's they were they could, like you said they could have been dgens it doesn't matter the the overall 
point of this of this episode and and the 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 statement they're making but also everyone like all the the different factions being together uh mcmurray uh and uh, uh dickens and and the skids of dj booth all that was gold 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 this is absolutely a fresh episode victor so when I watch television or uh, or entertainment, I'm not looking for deep messages. I'm not looking for any any of that. So so if it has it, great, uh, good good for Letterkenny for that. That's not why I watch Letterkenny. I watch it for its pure entertainment value, and that's why I would never say Letterkenny is better than, uh, let's say, uh, Trailer Park Boys or Corner Gas or other kind of Canadian shows because they have a you know this this message and those other shows don't. I you know. And that's just me. Like, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't put one show above the other because of those things. I put it, I, I, I put it for its entertainment value and yeah. for its, um, uh, for its creative writing and and all that and and acting and all that kind of stuff. So I think, I think those shows have their own followings and 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 I think they're also great in their own ways. And it's, I don't feel it even needs to be a competition. I think there's not enough uh, great mm-hmm. Canadian content out there. I think it's awesome that we have all this stuff. Agreed. So, Agreed. So let let those shows be successful and 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 enjoy their their kind of cult followings as well. I'm not taking anything um, away from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> I'm just explaining why I don't like right, them. But right. but. So, yeah, and, and, and just because, you know, it's like, a very, I'm, I'm not, it, it's a very, I, the trailer park boys is a very, uh, successful franchise. They've yes. spawned movies. They, I mean, I'm not yes. going to deny their, their success cartoons. Yes. Yeah. And, and the thing is, and the thing is, I'm not, I'm not like a, one of the cult followers of the show. Yeah. I, I, I think I've only watched, uh, a part of season one and maybe mm-hmm. a little bit of, of, of shows here and there, but I did watch a few couple of their movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and especially that I think I mentioned the one where they go to Europe. It's hilarious. It's, mm-hmm. I certainly recommend that for anybody to watch that. I think it's, 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 it's super fun. But anyway, so this episode, um, yeah, I, uh, like I said, I did take, take, uh, issue with, with the whole city. thing. And not, not because I took it personally, just cause I, I just don't like this show is all about not generalizing and not about, you know, yep. putting everybody. Into, and I felt they kind of did that there and they didn't really do, do a great job of explaining to us what a city it was. And they didn't really do a good job of getting them to act as city instead of DJs and they were acting like DJs and and there was absolutely nothing uh, to tell us that they weren't DJs. So I thought that they totally missed the mark there and should have just made them DJs and it would have removed any of this controversy. Two, the other thing they blew is uh, Tanya already mentioned it is how can you not have Glenn at the frickin' gay wedding uh, even if he's not even if he's not pasturing the wedding? That's then then <laughs> that's a miss for sure. Then, then at least let him be part of part of the scene. I don't know. I don't care what the excuse was. I don't mm-hmm. care. You know, if Glenn had his, uh, you know, but but bar mitzvah suit at the cleaners, uh, whatever it was. <laughs> but I, I thought that, like, wow, how could you not That's have Glenn mess, there? For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that he would have been so fun. He would have been so so fun. I, yeah, point. I agree. The Glenn was a but, mess. But uh, those things aside, I felt there was enough great great stuff in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me to really, it would be really uh, degen of me to give this anything <laughs> less than a fresh. All right, love it. Okay, Matt, <laughs> what do you give this one? Oh man! So you guys, I here's here's the reality. 
everything all of you have said is pretty much right. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much pretty right. Pretty much. Right? Uh-huh. There, there's a, there was a lot of good content here. Uh-huh. There is some good, like again, I, I'm I'm still hung up. The McMurray thing made me laugh harder than I've laughed in like that. Those moments, I I don't know. I I love him more and more every Look, time I see just, him. Just just me describing the scene tonight. Everyone started laughing <laughs> like uncontrollably. It wasn't even from a clip. It was just me describing what happened. So yeah. we need more McMurray and Dickens in the same. Oh, thing. Know, right? oh my gosh, <laughs> man! And it's funny because I love McMurray, but the one time I didn't like him was it was in his own house. <laughs> right? Yeah, in his own element. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his own element. I love him anywhere. <laughs> else he, yeah. he just steals scenes for me he's yeah. great the cold open was great the the the, the wordplay was okay mm-hmm. um there was some good money moments but yeah i mean i'm gonna go back to the city of thing and <laughs> it so and again i i take this show and I, I kind of half agree with what victor said i mean they don't generalize people but i think they do but in very characteristic ways like they make these caricatures of these various groups mm-hmm. that you know yes are exaggerated caricatures and and i think they're so smart and i and i fully feel they missed the mark like victor said on the city of thing i didn't buy it for a second i think they could have had way more fun with they could have inter- they could have done them differently even the way they spoke I me mean, there are certain things i just i couldn't buy into it and mm-hmm. it really upset me on the show because they did take up a big chunk they kept coming back and they kept coming back mm-hmm. um i loved how they took them out it felt like some kind of mafia hit uh, <laughs> sort of thing that was fun but yeah. again, on a show that really does such a fantastic job all the time capturing personas, I, I feel like this one was was missed. And and then and on that, I have to give it a clearance. Oh, wow, man, yeah, it, it it really bothered me. I had I couldn't connect with them. Wow, Victor, I think this is a first. I'm sorry, guys. Down. That's that's put, disappointing, put Matt. Right. I'm, I'm very disappointed yeah. in you. Put the train right I, up. I will say one thing. <laughs> Uh, Wayne's uh, Wayne's uh, willingness to to basically dangle his sister out as bait <laughs> is a little worrisome. Uh, all it took that was, was just to get the no, punch in. No, I know, but it was you know she she was the bait. Her and she and Bonnie were the bait. Oh, but whose idea was that? Victor's changed his background to the train. Was- <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Wayne's idea. That mm. was that was uh, Kate. Katie's no, idea. no. Actually, they looked at each other. They nodded. Uh, they they both came up with the idea at the there same time. But uh, yeah. Anyway, um, we've lost Matt. Uh, I don't know if he's coming back. So he's checking on his bottle. <laughs> Yeah, he's going going back to look at his bucket. I'm chasing a moose. <laughs> bubbling. Um, uh, all right, uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to uh, listener comments. I only have uh, one. Well, a, a bunch of listener comments, but from one listener. <laughs> <laughs> what? His name is oh my. His name is the Shorzy. <laughs> so, uh, this is That's a gold. Oh man. <laughs> Here's what he said uh, when I put out the trailer for the last season. He said, listen to that chemistry. <laughs> I could cut the sexual tension between the t- uh, those two with a knife. And the lady host is also great. Maybe <laughs> maybe I take a break from Riley's mom to romance the stone. Give your balls a tug. <laughs> That's pretty good there, Al. So, it's really good. <laughs> so so I, re- I responded on to him on Twitter. Uh, Fuck you, Shorzy. And then he said, fuck you, Proto Stand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet the only reason you're not doing video is because all of you have a face for radio. Smile for the camera and an angel loses its wings. You two boys and your on-screen screen relationship would be too hot for TV, tit fuckers. 
<laughs> to which well I was done. To which I responded, "Fuck you, Shorzy." And then I got a message from Twitter saying that my account was going to be suspended for twelve hours. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> but, oh my god! You shouldn't actually you have to put the asterisks in with the U and stuff. You can't no, just well, type it out. You'll get okay. Oh. Wait a minute. What he was saying was way worse. But anyway, I didn't get to. Sp- <laughs> I didn't get suspended. So maybe it was just a warning, uh, which yeah. made me gun shy. Because then he wrote back. Uh, then he wrote back. Um, he was responding to a different. Oh, uh, he was responding to a post that I, sh- I was showing off my pedal board for, to somebody else who was asking about pedal boards. And he said, "Now, doesn't that look like a real panty dropper? I bet your acoustic covers of Neil Diamond are all the rage at the, the assisted care homes. <laughs> Give your balls a tug." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so who is the so I, I'm like. Fuck you, Shorzy, again, and I didn't get banned from Twitter, so thank goodness. Uh, I hope Maybe they he caught on to the joke. I hope he <laughs> continues. Um, I, I don't know who it is. I, I have no idea who it is. I but wonder if it's the true Shorzy. No, it's not. It's Come not. on. That would be, that would be Jared Kiso. Can you imagine if Jared Kiso breaks radio silence just so he can just shit? Just to be Shorzy. Just so he totally can shit talk that. our Come podcast? On. <laughs> Come on. They're trolling the internet as Shorzy. If you, don't like, oh. if you don't like the public eye, would you not like do that? You already have the persona of like, yeah. being the undercover person there of the Shorzy that can uh, say anything you want. Well, and, totally. and whether it's them or some rando, it, I mean, it's, it's all done. Awesome. Well, here, it's here's the thing. Awesome. So somebody, the, the uh, letter Kenny ostrich account, uh, got ostrich. disappeared, uh, because yes. they were, they were pretty good. Well, they were, they were pretty good too. And, um, we were having a lot of good back and forth with them. And then one day they were gone. So I don't know if they got that banned a, or that was a or, Twitter shutdown. Maybe I'm sensing some conspiracy theories here. So I'm wondering, it, it, maybe it's the same person, and they decided to go with the Shorzy instead. But whatever, whoever it is, uh, bless you. That was awesome. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> good, good job. The highlight of my week. Um, <laughs> uh, let's move on to. We have. I have no really new news this week. So uh, we before I play us off, let's get some uh, final comments for this episode, Tanya. Uh, I don't have any, I don't think it was, it was a good episode. Uh, looking forward to the next one and, uh, that's it for me. All right. Uh, my final comments. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, I love this episode. It was great. I'm looking forward to, oh, but, and uh, also, uh, looking forward to Danny else's interview being released next Monday oh, absolutely. and everyone's uh, response to that. Hopefully good. Well, it should be a good response. Nothing bad about it. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to this season because I looked ahead at the other episode titles and I'm like remembering now uh, this this is a really solid season, too. So uh, don't good. be saying that. Look what happened to Victor. <laughs> don't be like forecasting what it is that in happen. my opinion. No, it, just... it's it's a, oh, you know, we didn't do top fives. Fuck. OK, good thing I didn't sign off yet. Uh, Tanya, does this does this move anything I off your top five? So. Really? Not even fart book. Really? I'm going to have a, another look at fart book. I keep on saying that, but I should. Fart book did not ostracize anyone. <sighs> anyway. All right. <laughs> uh, this is definitely going on my top five. I think I'm going to put it in at uh, number three. Actually, this is going to be on You're spare parts. Aren't you there, bud? Number three <laughs> in my top five. Victor, does this. Uh, uh, no, no, they, they blew it by, uh, by missing a couple of important uh, things in this episode. So it's a fresh, but, mm-hmm. but it's a fringe. Okay. Fresh. Fair enough. And I mean, it's not touching your top five, correct, Matt? Hard no. All right. Victor, do you have any final comments? 
no, not really. I think we uh, we spewed it all out already. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just looking forward to the to the next uh, mm-hmm. to the next episode, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully. Uh, uh, they got they they got all their kind of rust off in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt. Any uh, final comments? Yeah, no, not really. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that was. I know I made. I took a hard offense to that one. That's why I got the clearance. <laughs> Someone and I, and I like stand, you. <laughs> I stand by it. Listen, I I, I have feelings too. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at least yeah, it was you, not, not me. Yeah. <laughs> as I watch my dog eat some random shit on the ground, um, where it was fine. It was, I'm looking forward to the season. I actually don't remember much beyond this. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure it'll come back to me as it happens, but I'm really excited, uh, because last season was so stellar mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, it should be fun. Fun days ahead. All right. Uh, just be- before I start playing us and, off and, and, and just, just so, so mm-hmm. Matt is the Tanya of uh, season five. Absolutely. Anyway. Thank you, Victor. Thank you. I will not be focusing on the D though. <laughs> <laughs> before I play us off, I just want to remind everyone, uh, we, there is a Spotify playlist called the produce stand po- uh, podcast playlist where we have all the songs from all the episodes that we've uh, recapped and reviewed so far. So uh, if you like the music on this uh, show as much as I do, uh, then that's a great playlist to go listen to. Uh, I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode. And it's the only song I could play from this episode. Uh, I mean, because it is. Uh, the song is Fuck the Pain Away by uh, The Peaches. This was so lovely. <laughs> we had to turn the volume down because the boy was still up last night when we were watching this. Yeah. I thought she was saying fuck the tang away. <laughs> <laughs> That, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we'll recap and review episode two of season five, The Old College Try. If you'd like... I missed my opportunity to get this all in before I hit the post. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were relying on that big intro. I was. <laughs> If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There is a Patreon link on our website or Twitter profile at ProtestanPod. Thanks for joining us. Now we're going to dress up in our most dad suits and have a few shots and do the chicken dance all night long. On behalf of Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Memories of two life crew. What?